0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Single Moms Conversations with Kina. Hi, ladies. How you doing? What's up, guan? What's up? Big up, ladies. You, you passed Monday, okay? <laughs> you passed Monday. It should be Tuesday by the time you hear this podcast, okay? Okay all right day one listeners big up to you thank you so much for rocking with auntie you could be any place else in the world but you trust me with you and i appreciate you so much and to all of the new ladies stopping by i see you i see the growth in the new listeners thank you so much for being here i see you do me a favor hit that subscribe button so that you may be notified whenever auntie is dropping Another one Okay and yes this podcast is For us and by us I am a proud single mother And so are you So are you Be proud of your babies You hear me I'm gonna say it again for the people in the back Be proud of your babies Okay Being a mother is a wonderful Beautiful experience Respect the stage Of life that you are in Right now Right Right now This is a beautiful stage of life that you're in You're not getting this part back again That baby's gonna get older Before you know it Before you know it our little babies It's gonna be five and six honey And you're gonna be looking around like where did the time go Oh my goodness Next thing you know Your daughter gonna come up to you and she gonna have a full conversation And you're gonna be like what uh-huh, you can be looking like this girl. I mean, remember she I just had this baby. <laughs> what is going on? Okay, and yes, Auntie will always always encourage you to be proud of this stage in life that you are in. You are a mother. Big mama. You're gonna be somebody's big mama one day. What do you think about that? You feel the responsibility Right? You feel it? Alright Okay What a beautiful thing Celebrating life What a wonderful thing Celebrating the new generation coming in Look at the assignment we got ladies Don't let nobody tell you nothing different Somebody say something to you about having kids I need you to Child I can't even say it over here (laughs) I, I have to say it the right way I need you to tell them to kick rocks <laughs> You see, what had happened was Patty jumped up And she was going to tell you what to say But Keenan had to step on them and be like No, 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 mama They're not going to let our algorithms go out If we appear cussing and carrying on That's not how we get down anyway um, This is your soft place to land And I always have to remind you Of the assignment that you have accepted that so many women haven't accepted. And we don't, you know, that's their choice. But they better not come over here with their nonsense talking about uh mm-mm, Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Listen, listen, if you get people talking about you and the fact that you chose to give life, accept the assignment that God has given you you went through labor first of all you had a whole entire human come into your body and take over lord knows you know pregnancy every pregnancy is different and the babies literally come into your bodies and take over they take over you don't belong to you (laughs) when you're pregnant you know the baby tells you what to eat how to eat that's because look at god look at god that baby knows what it wants and what it needs already look at god i remember when i was pregnant with the first one i craved one my body rejected milk right away could not drink milk it rejected milk so for this baby who is lactose intolerant right listen she's lactose intolerant now from the time I was three months pregnant, or maybe sooner, I could not tolerate milk in my body. You hear me? Okay. Um, This pregnancy was completely different. I craved sardines and grits. I wanted grits and sardines like you would want pizza, ice cream. <laughs> That's how much I wanted sardines, y'all. Grits and sardines, grits and sardines, breakfast, lunch, dinner, cheese, pepper. It was crazy. So my mother, at the time, I wasn't living, you know, at home, of course. And my mother was like, Keith, what you craving? You want me to cook something for you? I was like, I just want some grits and sardines. And she bust out laughing. And I said, it was so funny, you know. She says, well, it's funny because when I was pregnant with you, I wanted corn, cornmeal porridge. That's what she wanted Cause my grandmother is first generation, right? I know some of you hear cornmeal porridge, you think Jamaica, right? She wanted cornmeal porridge and she wanted catfish. And my grandmother used to have to make it. And she said, My grandmother would get so aggravated, like, All right, all right, with the cornmeal porridge and the catfish. So it was funny that I had craved something similar. But you see, God, I couldn't take the milk, but I got the calcium from the sardines. I got all that nutrition from eating the sardines, that fatty fish. right that it worked for me okay it worked it worked it worked so don't let nobody try to make you feel any type of way because you chose life let them go into them nursing homes by themselves you know they're gonna have to find a niece and nephew somebody come to that nursing home let them go to that nursing home okay meanwhile you're gonna be going staying with your kids Mm, this week I'm gonna be with this child. Next week I'm gonna be with the other child. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I see it every day. I see it every day. These let, let them go to the nursing home by themselves. I'm so serious. They're gonna have to rely on somebody. Kids in their family, unless the whole family is trained not to have kids. I've seen people train their whole family not to have children. Let let them let them go to the nursing homes. Okay, because where they gonna go? Old age is inevitable where they gonna go i'm so serious you ain't got no family you gonna have the little ones running around you you're gonna have them dry christmases you're gonna keep trying to go to somebody's house the people is gonna get tired of you trying to come to their house let them go on have no family traditions none you ain't got no family traditions how long are you gonna be the turn up queen i know it's gonna happen y'all they don't get like 45 50 and then they're going to start talking about they adopting a the child. I'm telling you, because they're going to need somebody help them. Y'all, mark my words. I know y'all like auntie is tripping today. For real. They're going to need somebody help them. And I'm not saying we have our children to help us. No. Our children will be there because of the love. You know, you're big mama. They're going to take care of you. I've, I see it all the time. I can't even tell you how I see it or where I see it, but I see it all the time. And they said those nursing homes, a lot of nursing homes, are filled with elderly black men. And that's what they said. They take care of their families. They didn't take care of their kids. Their children are just unbothered with them, you know, because they probably try to jump into their life. But it's 1920. After the mother did all the work, and the child remembers who took care of them, so they take care of their mothers. I can't make it up. I can't make it up but that's not why i'm here that <laughs> i just want you to be proud of who you are create these legacies create these memories create these traditions we're bigger than these people out here man they got a lot to say about us talking about our bonnets, they want to talk about the bonnie you going to do a whole cheerleading routine talking about a woman's body isn't that special y'all or is it just me they want to talk about your lashes they want to talk about the fact that you have children this society has made social media has made somebody millionaires in advertisement money based on making fun of black women i'm putting it out there i'm putting it out there oh yeah oh yeah because it's legal to disrespect black women and talk about black women like a dog on social media it's propaganda it's propaganda it is it is what it is right i just have to say it so that you understand now i'm gonna tell you this is my third time doing this podcast because i get so aggravated when people target us i really really do so i always have to stop i have to pray And then I gotta come back (laughs) And I had to pray And I had to come back And redo this whole thing Now There is a video going out About a young man He is uh, doing a full cheerleading routine Talking about women in bonnets Right And he's talking about the fact that The women don't have edges Okay Alright Now to the naked ear It's cute It's funny it's funny ha, 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 ha. To the point where our own sisters Y'all is up there laughing ha, 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 ha. Yeah it's real funny It's propaganda It's propaganda But I need you to separate The fact that This person Is a male He has a full beard And he's cheering Like he's a 15 year old Little girl In a. Uh, in, in cheerleading uh, situation You know what I'm saying In cheerleading squad He didn't do a full plie But he had all the other moves Pretty nice, uh, nicely done um, It's just the idea That it's okay For these type of videos To be out about us And talking about us When the truth is The African American woman Has a very love-hate relationship With bonnets With traction alopecia We do we really really do, and I'm gonna get into that in a minute, but let's let's get into this. Can we talk? I mean can we talk? Right? Because I need you to know when you're under attack, you're under attack, you have to be careful. It's an attack, it's a blatant attack, right? So this male he's has a full beard and he's out here doing this full routine and skit I don't know if it's supposed to be funny or what I don't even know but what got me more is that it ended up in my ticky-tocky feed and I search for dolphins I search for the Bahamas I search for the island with pigs I have yet to have had that jump into my feed I like looking up uh, pet rescues I'm so serious I love pet rescues Now the concept Of social media Listen is garbage in Garbage out right That system is supposed to pick up The fact that you like something Or you don't like something And show you more of what you like Right So why would it show me that I don't like that stuff I need you to understand Separate yourself from the young man Who's doing the chair Now, let's get into the fact that this young man is basically making fun of women as many people on social media has made fun of black women. They have. They have. And they make a lot of marketing money off of that. I need you to understand this is a machine. It's easy for me to attack this brother. I could attack him. I could. Oh, my God. Man, listen. My first two podcasts I had to do over, I was tearing him up. But... You know the rule. God told me don't argue with fools. I just got to show you. This is propaganda at its best. But why? Why? Why are you targeting the most educated woman on the planet? Why? The history of the bonnet and the African-American woman and the African woman in the diaspora is a love, hate, Situation that happened here, okay, so if anyone knows um, there were laws in place just so you know because they did not want black women and my other sisters, they might not know this, right We have sisters, ladies from all walks of life here, right you might not know it to my other sisters and some of us too, that there were laws in place for us to cover our heads, we could not wear our hair out because of the beauty it would show how beautiful we were and the white women at women at the time did not want black women to show any type of beauty because of the fear that their husbands would go after the black women the slaves and uh, it didn't stop them from going with the slaves um, it just didn't i I did my dna so it did not stop so i'm saying this to say that in parts of louisiana in louisiana we do know that there was a bonnet law an actual law that was put into place right and they were saying it was predominantly for the creole women and the mesquite women and the women who were um biracial but it affected all of the women now i look in north carolina in south carolina i was looking in mississippi i was looking at these places for the law before this was a while ago if anybody find anything different let me know but i did not see that law in place but it was already a part of the uniform it was already a part of what the women wore but it wasn't in bonnet form It was more in the headscarves. And if you look at the old pictures, Big Mama, she always covered her head. The women who worked in the house had to cover their hair. Um, They said it was because they didn't want their hair to end up around the house or some crap like that. I read that before. But but we all know that they did not want the black woman to show her beauty. So her head was covered. So there is definitely a love-hate Thing that goes on with the headscarf, with the bonnet. It is what it is. But whenever we do something, it could be anything, ladies, unless we are going after a prototype that it's not ours, it's considered wrong. Now, isn't that like badgering somebody at this point? Everything. That a woman does is wrong? How how is that? How is that when we're the ones who are putting in all the work? Here's your rewards for our love. Here's your rewards for our love. I could get into the names. Y'all wanna talk about the names for a little bit? Okay, let's talk about the names. Now, you might hear names like Jawaka You might hear all sorts of names You know I don't know all the names But you hear names and you go huh Okay you know And they basically Call our way of naming children Ghetto when it's not True if you research Some of the names not to Say that you would those names Are actual names in Swahili A lot of times The ladies didn't even know That they were giving their child A Swahili name And did she name the child? And she don't know why. Because there is a genetic uh, DNA, okay, memory that happens with us. But everything we do is ghetto and wrong when it's culture. Even the double negatives in the sentence. When you hear me say, I ain't. Yeah, I say ain't. I do that on purpose i do that for my culture anything that we do is considered ghetto but yet and still they're making a lot of money off of it i don't know any women right now who own their own bonnet manufacturing companies i don't know them have you met any black women who own their own manufacturing companies i'm not talking about just Sell, you know getting some bonnets About you know a whole box of them And selling them to am manufacturing them I don't know anybody who do that I don't Somebody getting paid It ain't us Somebody's getting paid My point is This is my point ladies They're always going to say Everything we do is ghetto They are They're, They are the most educated women on the planet You are the most educated women on this planet and you're the pit of everybody's jokes you know why because they can't rock with you they can't the only thing they can do is try to call you names try to degrade you so what she got a bonnet on matter of fact i'm gonna get i'm gonna put my bonnet on okay so what she got a bonnet on i seen some beautiful bonnets traction alopecia is real bro that's not a that's not an easy thing i know women who have traction alopecia and These women suffer, still trying to hold up this image, you know, to look according to what the status quo say we should look like. You know, we come from a culture where, I do anyway, where you was trained to perm your hair every six to eight weeks. Are you serious? And there's still people out there perming their hair. Ladies, I have no issue with you perming your hair. I have no issue with you wanting to where your hair any way you want to. I'm just telling you. Right? The same as you have perm hair, you're going to have unperm hair. But the truth is, when I was growing up, that was considered bad. It was considered wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm lucky because I basically was embraced by the caribbean culture a lot of women ain't permanent here in the caribbean culture they did not but in my own culture if you told your friends i remember telling my friends nah, i'm growing my perm out i'm not wearing this perm this is when auntie try to lock her hair but my hair went lock. <laughs> so i'm like nah i'm growing my hair out i'm not putting all the stuff in my hair no more i'm not doing it nope Berries and oils That's all I'm putting in my hair Berries and oils That's why I have a full head of hair Because I didn't do a lot of manipulation to my hair My friends who did a lot of manipulation They suffer with alopecia Only because they were taught That this is wrong That your own hair is wrong And now we got people Making fun Of us Because we thought we was being beautiful When the truth is you most beautiful in your natural state try to stay as natural as you can your face is fine ain't nothing wrong with your face but ain't nothing wrong with some makeup too My, the point is all they can do is make fun all they can do is point fingers oh look at her uh, uh uh look at her yeah look at her she got her kids she looking good and she wearing her bonnet and she working every day and she minding her business yeah look at her the most educated woman on the planet show off cute girls you want to put your bonnets on put your bonnets on okay listen listen I'm not getting into it. I don't care how you look. I don't care how you dress. It's not my monkey and my circus. I don't care what you do. It's take care of these babies. Why he ain't do a cheer about how these mothers out here killing the game? <laughs> he gonna do that. <laughs> I guess that sounds too much like right. You know, they have do a cheer about how she killing the game. Okay. In spite of people not taking care of what business and doing what they supposed to do. Mama's getting up every day. Okay. And killing the game. Okay, She working all day, she going to school She's in the highest inflation this country Has ever seen and she's still Paying her bills and still buying Chicken, okay Still buying chicken Alright, whew child I have to say it in a funny way because I saw that chair And child, y'all know I'm dark skin If I could turn If I could turn red <laughs> I would have been Really, really bad. I was so aggravated when I saw it. And like I said, this is the third podcast because God had to deal with me and really shake me and say, Girl, I already told you don't argue with fools. can't argue with these fools. Make a cheer about us killing the game. You could go over there, and you could cheer, clap, do all you want to, clap, or you do all you want to. But the truth is, We run neck and neck (laughs) With the best of the best Who y'all running neck and neck with? The truth is We still buying homes Single mothers The truth is We still getting our education The truth is We still working good jobs The truth is We still Raising the children Talking about But anyway Cheer about that. Cheer about that. And that traction alopecia runs deep. Because that traction alopecia happened because we was taught that our hair texture wasn't good enough. And we did whatever we could to make our edges be as straight as they could. Because I don't know. See, my sisters from other, you know, you might not know this. And you might know it. But we was taught from young It was in the culture The edges B2B's Remember he talked about Pam's hair in the back The B2B's The B2B's The B2B's B. 1st man on TV Disrespect a woman in that matter was Martin And I loved him and I loved the show But I couldn't understand why there was always an attack like that you know what I'm saying It was an attack But I guess you know They had their own structure He might not even been thinking about it that way But Pam was under attack She was very disrespected through the whole show Her character right Yeah she was Dark skinned female Yeah Yeah Absolutely Absolutely Be the bees Because we was taught That the slightest curl Ladies My other sisters The slightest wave The slightest anything was wrong And They would put um, We call it the creamy crack on our roots and every six to eight weeks we were straightening our hair with a chemical not a flat iron but a chemical i've learned i would i don't even put heat on my hair once a month not at all not at all i'm not trying to shoot this my hair you know nah no but this is what we were taught and it was embedded in the culture So when you talk about traction alopecia and things like that, a lot of women got traction alopecia because they were taught to hate their own hair culturally. And they were trying to measure themselves to standards of beauty that didn't apply to them. Again, it's like comparing an apple to an orange. They're both good, but one is different from the other. And you have to appreciate one for what it is. Traction alopecia is no joke. Women suffer with this, man. It's no joke. But anyway, I could say more, but I'm going to digress on here. I will be finishing this conversation on Patreon. (laughs) Lord, you know what? I started this podcast two hours ago, (laughs) y'all. I kid you not. That's how many times I had to do it over because I just so aggravated y'all it's just aggravating but love yourself forget everything else we're not looking at these jokers we looking past them pray for the sisters who agree with this and think it's funny that you tease another woman you talk about her because she had babies. That's okay. Everybody, want to point their finger at the bad guy. What, what he said in Scarface? Say hello to the bad guy. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> and watch how we got this. Watch how we got this. Y'all going to be up. They going to be up in the nursing home. Trying to celebrate Christmas in the nursing home. Ain't cute that's all i'm saying but anyway let me get on up out of here and go on patreon i'll talk to you soon if nobody's told you that they love you i want you to know that auntie loves you you hear me auntie loves you i got you i got your back and whew, girl it's a lot i'll talk to you soon peace i like my coffee black white too don't turn this
1: into no controversy it's my boo i could make a, quarter million off a haiku. And I can make another quarter off at times two. If it's money on the table, I'll be on it like Bobby or Epic. You peep the aesthetic, it's hard to forget it. I hear you talking, but you're hardly right. I'm the voice of your prototype. Mmm, summer time and then why? Talking land banks, I waited for it, gotta get mine, snack a seat up at the table if my man came. heading to a meeting, we're familiar with no briefcase, just my mind in a free state, I gotta plan through a vision, but it takes time, I'ma make mine, summertime and then while. Then I give it to my love. Once I make a million, man, a million won't be enough. Watch me fake the struggle while well, I get it off the hush. Now it's jet blue Mouse. Rolex douse, frowns turn to smiles. Summertime and then why?